What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Comic Book Lair. I'm Kyle. I'm Ray. We got a good one for you today. We're hanging in the lair, but we got a special little guest with us today. Special little guest. Who talks like that? <laughs> How you doing, Ross? What's up, guys? <laughs> How you been, man? You guys yeah. have good weeks? Yeah, pretty good. Ray looks like he's writing a journal over there. Dude, I had to write a lot of stuff down today because I'm not as prepared as I wish I... Um... What? You just heard you just heard Ross talk about how prepared he was, and you're like, Dude, I better job. I'm nervous. Yeah, I'm nervous. So I I <laughs> ah, got off don't work worry, earlier. <laughs> I, I got off work early. I thought I was gonna have plenty of time, and then I just had a like chaotic evening. Um, ended up having to take my son to urgent care. He has an ear infection. You know how those go. I was there hours. It was terrible. And the funny thing is, is there was like no one in the waiting room. It was just me and you one wait other for person. An hour? Yeah, there was literally me and some other person in there. And that was it. And I still was there like two hours. And um, then I get home, I'm unloading the car, it's dark. My neighbor has this uh, puppy Husky. He's running around trying to catch him. And I was like, I can't catch this dog, it's too fast. So I start unloading the car. Next thing you know, he gets by a car. Oh, it's terrible. My gosh, dude, and, not okay. Um, dude, it, yeah, it was terrible. I felt terrible for the owners. Um, hopefully the dog's okay. And uh, so I didn't even get any books out. I was going to get like all the books out that I had for, for what we're doing today. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't do it. I have nothing. So I mean, I got everything written down, but I, um, and, and I got them right here in my in my brain, and you know, I'm familiar with them because they're my they're my top ones of the of the year. And um, but yeah, I wasn't able to get them out. Dude, that's all right, man. So I think we'll be I okay, think, though. I think we'll give you a pass for having watched a dog <laughs> get hit by a car. Yeah, thank you. Well, how you doing, Ross? I'm pretty good, man. I um, I did get reading in. I didn't watch a dog get hit by the car. Um, I didn't have to take my kids to urgent care, so I guess I'm a little bit ahead of the game. Whoa. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Guys. Listen, I'm, I'm winning this week, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a cool episode for you guys today. We're going to be doing our, our each of us are going to be breaking down our top five favorite reads. And Ross may be giving us a little bit more than that. We'll see. He's He's got a big old list prepared. And I'm excited to dive into that. It's been an awesome year, I think. Don't you guys think for, for comic books? I mean, I've been blown away by the quality of releases. Uh, and the stuff I've been able to read this year. Oh, it was hard to narrow down top five. And um, I know Ross, you read a ton, so I'm kind of I'm pretty stoked to see what your top five is, Kyle. I kind of have a, <laughs> an idea, but Ro- I think Ross, just the amount of books you read, um, I think I can probably guess what most of yours are. Either both of you, because I because <laughs> yeah, yeah. with listening to you guys enough, and yeah. when I hear how stoked you are on some books, <laughs> I can probably it's like the. Uh, uh, you ever you watch Friends where the episode where they have to pull the groceries out and they guess the groceries and it gives them six guesses and they got to guess five? That's kind of what I feel like. I feel like I could probably guess a couple of them. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. no, I, I've been reading a lot and this year was great for books. So, yeah. Is there a like a publisher that stood out to you this year before we dive into titles that you you were surprised by how much you were reading of theirs? Um, Ross, you want to know what's crazy is last year. AWA was that publisher. I didn't realize how many books I loved of AWA. Aftershock started this year really well, but you know, it just kind of died off at the end. And I'll tell you the studio that really ended up being the one that I found I read the most books was Boom. Yeah. Like it just did they just they just kept putting out and they're still putting out good stuff. And IDW. IDW has has another couple of things that that have been coming out that are good. They're coming out with their originals. So I'm finding that, you know, what? who knows what 2023 is going to be. I'm excited for Boom. They are doing some cool stuff. Um, what about you, Ray? Anything standing out for you in terms of publishers? 
Um, I, I, I don't want to say because it might spoil some things uh, that I don't want to tell you yet. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any publishers. That, what publisher would you say that, that would like give it away? There's, unless they only made one book. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. I just, I just don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> You're killing me, Ross. Man, literally, <laughs> though. Oh, you mean that publisher that put out that one comic book this year? Oh, yeah, I guess that does spoil it. <laughs> hey, Ross, I know you've been busy catching up on uh, this year's uh, reads to for this show, but I know you picked up a vicious circle, didn't you? From Boom? Yes, but I didn't get a chance. And again, there's Boom, but I didn't get a chance to read it yet because this week was totally focused on that. Actually, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do my uh, my weekly book from this week. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Yeah, did you flip? Because I didn't want to read any new stuff. I know I did. I yeah. like haven't seen it. I don't want to do any oh, new stuff okay. from this week. I know. And you could, if you spoil it, it's okay. Because I, I, I haven't read it either. Fun. I did flip through it and the art is fantastic, dude. You're going to oh, love it, Oh, that's what I man. heard. The art my, looks my, uh, my local comic shop, that's what they said. Yeah. yeah, it's really rad. And I didn't expect it to be oversized. I've never seen Boom do like a DC black label size book. I was surprised to get it in the mail. Dude, I picked up a lot of stuff this week and that was not one of them. Um, I almost did, but I ended up not grabbing it. So I might have to go back and grab it because I did see, I think Frank was flipping through it, uh, Coffee and a Comic, and he had a post on his Instagram and the art looked really, really cool. Yeah. Well, right on, guys. You want to uh, hop into our list? Dude, I'm ready. Are you nervous? I'm nervous. We're going to judge you hard. <laughs> Don't We're ask get... me to go first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the honor goes to Ross for being yeah. the guest. So, so I what think you... what we should do is we should go We should go from the top up. How so about let's start with... Uh, go ahead, Ross. I was going to say, do you want me to tell you just... I can do a, make this real simple. I'll give you my f- top five ongoing where they're not going to be um, as, uh, like, I'm not going to be, a, not explicit, but I don't know the right word, but I'm not going to really go into explaining like more yeah, about yeah. them. So this way I can kind of give those out. And then if you guys yeah. want to go into more, but this way I can tell you what I considered an ongoing book. Sure. I will say quickly too, one of the things I was going to do after we got done talking about our five is do like a little uh, honorable mentions at the end. Because I've got a few that didn't make the list, but I really want to shout out. Be that because they weren't released this year, but I read them this year. Yep. Or, you know, something like that. So yeah, but give us a give us your favorite ongoing, man. So I'm gonna just say the this in a backwards order. Um, the number five ongoing from this year that I found was Immortal X-Men. Hmm. I found that um, it made me love Mr. Sinister even more. I found yeah. that I was more tied to X-Men. Than I've ever been. I have now um, every X Men title in my pull list. Every everyone X Men X Men Red. Uh, I'm going into the Sins of Sinister is going to come out soon. I'm super excited. Um, my number four was um, was Moon Knight. Moon Knight was actually really really good, but it's gotten a little off track now, and I kind of don't know. But um, I still do love it. So that was there. Um, three was Human Target. Human Target's ongoing again. It was mostly in 2022, and I've loved the artwork. Uh, Greg Smallwood, Smallwood, he is so good. Tom King, one of my writing. favorites. And Greg Smallwood's I artwork. Tom like, King. I, I, when when I don't get that cover, the Greg Smallwood cover, I have to go to my guy at the comic book shop, and I'm like, James, dude, I, I need the Smallwood cover. You can't give me this B cover. You can't give me this other cover. Um, and then you guys will probably disagree 
a disagree with me with this, but my number two was 8 billion genies. Because to me, that I consider ongoing because it's long enough of a series to go through two years because of there's enough issues next year for me personally to put that in there. And uh, my favorite ongoing and also my favorite um, event, my favorite series total is Daredevil. Daredevil by Chip Z right now? By Chip Zdarsky. Chip Zdarsky killed it this year for me. Um, Honestly, Mm -hmm. the previous run of Daredevil was so good the way it ended. Um, And it didn't even end. It ended with issue number 30, where you kind of like, what's going what's to happen? Is Kingpin going to be the mayor? This, all this, all the stuff happening. And then it goes right into Devil's Reign. And I bought into that event. Some of the tie-ins were not as good, but the event itself was amazing. Watching Wilson Fisk run as a mayor. He gets these other guys. Um, was it Taskmaster? He gets um, the John, the, the dude with the shield from Falcon and the Winter Soldier. He gets him to lead the Thunderbolts, basically, and to take down every superhero so that he can run the city. Uh, and it was just an amazing book. Uh, I, I, it was something that I just absolutely love. And then when it ended, they went into Daredevil with issue number one, but it really was issue 31. Mm-hmm. It literally takes off right after that. It's like Devil's Reign was an event and this, but I find the run is fluid. I like it. I haven't been disappointed at all. I think it's great where it is now. The most recent issue I read was amazing. Um, but yeah, Daredevil would be my number one recommendation. If you want to read Marvel, pick up the previous trades, pick up the devil, uh, the devil's reign, pick up like any on the buses that come out, read it. It's just awesome. It's what I hope they do in Marvel. Yeah, I agree, man. I, I got into it. I wish I would have been reading devil's reign because there were some details. I felt like I, I was trying to just scratch the surface to understand, but it has been really good, man. I've, I've really enjoyed the Daredevil stuff. So, yeah, Chip Z, I think, has been like my favorite writer. I think this year he's been killing it with all kinds of stuff. He's been busy. He's awesome. I got one question though for you, Rob. Um, Eight billion genies. How many issues do they have for next year? Is it? I thought two. it was just two more. Two right. more. That. I, but I'm saying, but okay. if you imagine, if it's like, if you have eight issues, yeah, yeah, and like, let's say a quarter of the issues are next year. Like yeah, it's no, hard it totally for me to say. Sense. Like. The thing is, if it was, I, the last issue, and I know you guys talked about this in a previous podcast, the last issue was good, but I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. And then, oh my God, Mm -hmm. did you see Ryan Brown's post today? Ryan Brown Brown posted that the next issue, issue seven of 8 billion genies is going to be 40 pages. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. (laughs) So I'm like, it's going to have to be. But I'm saying, but like, you're right, because I have to get so much in. But yeah. I'm like, that's my point. It's like, I wonder if it's going to be like an omnibus for issue eight. Like, it's got to be like so big. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that, that's my point is I, I can't yeah. judge it. It will probably yeah. end up if issue seven and eight are so good, I might just push it into next year as like a, like a number one ongoing between two years. But I have to do ongoings as something that I feel can fall between two years because there's no ending. Yeah. And I, for some reason, I thought issue seven came out before this year ended. I can't remember. So that's, that's why I asked. I, I, maybe, I maybe it comes remember. out after this podcast. Maybe it comes out yeah. the last week of the, of the year. Yeah. Maybe. And so, I, like, so it's I hard couldn't for remember. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm basing yeah. the end of the year as of today. Yeah, <laughs> We're yeah, doing this you. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Happy New Year. It's it. over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right on. No, that's a good list, man. Um, I know I read the first, um, uh, Daredevil run. What is it? I think No Fear is the first trade. And then um, 
Oh yeah, we did that on the show, didn't we? Yeah. But then I, I never yeah, you got guys, you guys did like right. I remember that you guys just yeah. did the first like five or six issues and yeah. something like that. And then yeah. Yeah. I remember I listened to that back in the cool. day. That was, yeah. that, was old, that was old school comic book Claire. <laughs> Dude, be honest. How the heck did you power through those two hour episodes? You must have had us on like two two times speed to get through those. Do those? You, you want to know what it is? Is I, my my commute is a half hour each way, and uh, I would just listen to it in two days. That's amazing. Well, that's bro. funny. I, I appreciate it so I, much. Like, that's it. Yeah. yeah. You guys, hey, listen. You you guys you guys help me get through my commuting. <laughs> I got some of those too. Yeah. 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 Well, right on. Well, since Ross, I think, uh, was brave enough to go first and share his five favorite ongoings, we're going to throw it to Ray. <laughs> and you're going to have to give us uh, your first your first on the list, man. What's your, so what's you want your me coming to give in at number fifth? five? Number five? All right. <clears throat> this was a hard list for me to get down. I'll just be straightforward with you. And it was like changing around all, all types. You worked on this bad boy for like three weeks. You were Dude, trying to nail it down. Big time. And I, I feel bad because there's a couple... Um, a couple books that I haven't been able to finish that could have been on here. Yeah, I and know. That so, made it so hard. And, and it just um, kind of... I, I was trying to get them finished because I was going to be like, okay, I could add it if it... if it, um, Depending on how it ended, like Ross was mentioned earlier. But I just... I, I, like, I think one of them I had two issues left. I just couldn't do it. Dude, I think that's going to... I think that's my number five is the one you're talking about. I don't know what your number... Well, we'll see. So so my number five for this year was from Image and um, Slumber. Slumber. Yeah, from uh, Tyler Burton Smith and Vanessa Cardinelli, I think her name is. Both of them are pretty, um, I guess, new in the comic book world or newer. And um, dude, I just love the story. The art was just so fun. And um, it left off, though, that there, it could be going. And if you look on, like, League of Comic Geeks, it just says 2022 to present. Like, there could be yeah, another yeah. run afterwards. And the way it ended um, is potential for more. So um, we'll see. But that was my top. That was number five for me. It was, it was fun. Did you get to read Slumber, Ross? No, I did not. And I wanted to thank uh, Ray, by the way, Sidetrack, for sending me Noctera. I have started reading the trade you sent me. Oh, Yeah. Because cool. again, I haven't read that, so it was yeah. Oh, yeah. and I also picked up um, Better Place. You did. Mm. I never, I never read it, but that was last year. It came out last year. Yeah. So that 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 book is exactly why I want to have an honorable mention. <laughs> okay. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> My bad. I didn't need to come in there. I, it all, man. Sorry, sorry. Okay, okay. Back, back to Ray. Back to Ray. Q Ray. No, yes. so. Slumber was rad, man. That's a great pick. Uh, that one was just a wild ride. I looked forward to that each week. It was so much fun. And it, yeah. every issue left off in this spot where I was like so blown away. The artwork was so fantastic, but the coloring work yeah, yeah. in Slumber was just great, dude. Yeah. Th- some of the like the dream scenes were just so crazy and like creative and like mm-hmm. I just thought it was really cool. Really, really fun book. And um I like lo- I like lo- I like how it ended. And like I said, it could possibly keep going. We'll see. But um yeah, really cool. Really good book. Yeah, right on, man. Good choice, dude. What about you? What was your you're going you're gonna throw me there next? Do you want me to gonna... just keep going or do you want to no, do No, no, no. Okay. We gotta do fives all across the okay. board here. I'll go next. Uh so coming at five for me would be um Dark Space's Wildfire. And that's, that's the, the one, one you were I didn't talking finish. about. Yep. Yeah. And that was by um Scott Snyder, art by Hayden Sherman, and letters letters by And World Design. And uh this one 
I love this story, but it's literally on my list for Hayden Sherman's art and their paneling. And um, it was just a fantastic read. I mean, I loved it through and through, but... Yeah, Sherman's art was so good in that run. And that's the one I, I still have two issues to read. And so this that one could have been on my list as well. Yeah, I loved it. I don't think you've gotten to dive into it, have you, Ross? No, you want to know it? And this is why I think it's funny. I know what... That was Dark Spaces you just said, right? Yeah. Yeah. I said, I know which books you're going to pick. And it's really funny because I haven't. I listen to you guys and I'm like, oh, they, they keep <laughs> recommending these books. I know. I, I'm pretty sure I can get, gauge what your number one or two is for the year, but uh, we'll, we'll see. I'm sure that I want to go to Caesar Sportsbook. Where's Caesar Sportsbook? Yeah. yeah. Put, my, put my wager down. <laughs> uh, but what's cool about Dark Spaces for me is it's one I wasn't going to pick up at all. Uh, mm-hmm. But Ray actually picked up issue one and was just raving about it. So I picked it up. And, uh, and though I thought the, the issue one was cool story-wise, it was just the art that sold me. It was uh, the paneling. so news. Yeah. The paneling was so compelling. And it never the creativity there never stopped. Uh, so huge shout out to Hayden Sherman. Um, fantastic. I think probably one of my favorite artists of the year, easily. They did so much work. I mean everywhere so that's my number five what about you ross oh we're gonna just do fives across is that what we were doing we're gonna do five 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 four 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 that sounds good my number five uh was the fourth man by awa um written by uh jeff mccompsey uh art by mike uh, diodato jr did you ever read bad mother no oh mike diodato did the art in that too and he everything he does is so realistic I'm yeah. reading it and I'm like, okay, there's Ed Harris. Okay, there's Paul Giamatti. <laughs> okay, there's Ethan Souple. Okay, there's, you know, and I'm reading it and uh, it's based on a true story. Um, and I, it was, it was in my, t- so I had like a list of 20 books that I read. And, um, and when I read it again as the four, it was a four issue miniseries, I read it and I was just like, cover art was good. And here's one of those things I'm going to just throw back at you. Um, I I looked at the lettering, the cover art, uh, the variant covers, and and the writing because some of these books, the art was okay, the cover was meh, but the right, but like you know, I kind of put it all together. And the guy who does the lettering in this, or the no, the guy who he did the coloring in this was Lee Lowridge. I found that everything he did this year, and I think I even mentioned him in the previous thing I've talked about. He he is awesome. He comes up with with colors, letters, all these good things. And uh, I find that everything, him, Mike Diodato, he, he does such realistic artwork. Um, it was just really cool. It reminds me of, um, uh, you, ever, you ever see Usual Suspects? Yes. So the end of it, the twist, where you think it's the fourth. Did you guys read this book? No, that's why I'm, I'm on. I'm just like totally listening to you. I looked it up. The covers are rad. So the covers are rad. Um, the 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 they have three bodies in the morgue, and it starts with a guy who looks like Harvey Keitel, um, mm-hmm. being the detective, and he basically is trying to figure out what is there any connection because all these murders just happen all at once, and they got these three bodies, and there's no ties to them. And you're trying to figure out is maybe the fourth man going to be a fourth body? Is it going to be this? And um, each issue goes through the story of how the person died. And apparently there's, there were two competing car dealerships. And one of the car dealerships couldn't believe that this other guy kept getting all the deals. So he pays a guy who looks like Paul Giamatti 
to kill, <laughs> to murder the, the, the owner of the other car dealership. But Paul Giamatti doesn't want to do it. So instead, he takes the $80,000 he's going to get and goes to another guy and he says, listen, I'm going to give you $30,000 to, to murder this guy. And then that guy goes to the next guy and goes, I'm going to give you $10,000 to murder that guy. And so you, you can see each person taking their cut. And each yeah. person getting murdered, but you don't know who's murdering all of these people. Mm. And in the end, the last guy standing was this guy uh, who, Ethan Souple was the big heavy set guy from Boy Meets World. Okay, That's who this character looks like. He goes to this guy and he, when he was in prison, he had to join the Aryan Brotherhood. And he goes to this guy and this guy, you can see he's just like all about like, yeah, I don't care. Like, uh, yeah, you want me to murder somebody? Fine, I'll murder somebody. And it turns out that this guy really went around and he, he got to the dealership. He got to the guy who runs the dealership, throws him in a hole alive. And the guy's like, how much are they paying you to do this? And he's like, I'm making like a, like 3K for this. And he's like, seriously, my watch is worth 15K. I'll give you that and I'll pay you 200K if you murder the other people. And then the last issue is he murders all three people and he was the fourth man. Oh, he was dude, he was the guy they cool couldn't story, connect yeah. and he was the guy they couldn't connect to the murders and he walks away but at the end of the very last panel of the very last page the two detectives who couldn't figure this out pull up to a gas station and they get out and they're like that guy had an Aryan tattoo on him the guy pumping our gas and she, the detective this female detective she gets out of the car and she walks around the corner and she goes hey and it's just a panel of them looking at each other and it just ends. And it's just kind of like that, that like what's going to happen next. And you have to yeah. imagine like, yeah. it kind of just like leaves it as like, it was an unsolved murder, but you don't know, but this was based on a true story. This happened in the early nineties, late eighties, hmm. early nineties. So, so it, was, it was crazy about, you know, the way they, they did it. I, I really, again, historical fiction, uh, but, but uh, really, really well done. Dude, Frank has all of them except for two. Sorry, and I didn't mean to make you create, like, t give everything away and go into <laughs> all my details. But yeah, that's me. I'm, I'm just going to talk no, about No, that's, Dude. that's why you're here, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm writing this down because I, I want to read this one now. It was, it was, yeah. it was real. And you'll literally, I'm, I'm, I'm not lying. You'll, you'll, if you do pick up any issue, you're going to be like, that, that's Paul Giamatti. Okay. <laughs> you're like, you're like, that's Ed I Harris. love Paul Giamatti, Dude, so man. Do I. Yeah. I love like I said, Paul. Like one guy looks like Ed Harris. One guy looks like like uh, like, like Harvey Keitel. Okay, <laughs> and they literally look like these people. Dude, that's funny. That's Diodato's artwork, though. That that's what that's what makes it. I mean, his artwork on the realism and the fact that it's that historical fiction because he kind of can picture it being real. That made that was my number five. That's an awesome pick, man. I uh, I have searched everywhere for it now. Uh, so sorry if it looked like I was checking out, but I was so checked in. Oh, that you're, I you're all good. You're, you are checked out now. It's in your. It's yeah, it's already in my being cart. shipped. <laughs> all right, Ray. What do you got it for, Ray? All right, so for um, I, I'm a sucker Dr for Batman. Roll? Yeah, drum roll it. No, um, so four was uh, Chip Zdarsky's um, Batman the Night. Uh, ten issues, um, DC. Uh, the art was from I might I'm gonna probably butcher his name Carmine D Gio. You got it right. I think yeah. it sounds exactly how you would say it. <laughs> Gia DeMonico, I think. Um, colorist is Ivan Placentia, and letters are Pat 
Russo and um, dude, just fun story. Like I love Batman and you started reading it a little bit too. I don't think you finished it. Did you, or did you finish it? I finished it? it. Did yeah. you? Yeah. And it's just cool. Like kind of like you see a young Batman and he's going to all these, like, I don't know, these people that are like, what, what would you want to call them? Like they're, they're like the, the masters in their field. Yeah, there you go. They're, you know, like thieves. And he goes and learns from the best, basically, so he can eventually be the best. And it just shows him on this journey of, you know, him eventually, you know, going to become Batman. And I just love, I just love that moral dilemma he faces throughout the whole run. And, um, you know, the, the dude he meets that he's going through this with, Anton, um, he doesn't have that moral like compass almost like Batman. So then you, you, you see the struggle between them two and their friendship. And it was just, dude, super good, man. The art was fun. And um, I just love Batman. And so that's, uh, that's coming in at number four for me. I thought I had a solid ending too, kind of watching the arc that, that Batman took there and yeah. coming up with against Ra's al Ghul. And it was Super good, man. Yeah, well, I'm glad I you liked it. How and Batman, you guys were because like you guys recently have become really like I, I, <laughs> Batman. Hey, that's you got to be quiet about that sort of thing. We've been Batman fans forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is Ray's fault, Ross. Uh, yeah. he actually has been a Batman fan for a while. I was not. I wasn't even really a DC fan, but I decided to to jump into some Batman because of good old Ray here. And uh, I loved a lot of it. So, and I ended up getting the DC universe app and yeah. just plowing through a bunch of it. So good choice, man. Yeah. Chipsy. What about you? Yeah. Chipsy and, la- dude, I love Chips at this year, man. It's not going to be the last time you hear his name. Hmm. I got a little bit of a cheat at number four, and Ross is going to be like, man, I did all this work, and these losers show up half-baked, <laughs> cheating every step of the way. He's like, I did this based on covers and art, and man, they're cheating. Let me but hear I got to cheat, because I could not decide here. Uh, but coming in at number four for me is actually two books that are sharing the fourth two place. Two books? I'm sorry. That's not allowed. That's, that's the way it's going to go. <laughs> Wouldn't that mean there was no fifth place? Hey, no, yeah, two fourth placers. Yeah, no, two sorry, fourth sorry, placers. Two fourth place placers. Okay, okay. Two, two, right. We got this. We got this. <laughs> like I said. Uh, so, coming at number four for me, we've got Little Red Ronin. Uh, man, dude, I just freaking love that book so much. And uh, it was such a, such a fun, like, adventure story. And I love the twist they did on a classic tale. And I want more. Uh, Ross got to meet the creator. And I, uh, I think his name's Garrett Gunn, right? Yep. And uh, he said there's more coming, so uh, my he fingers was super are crossed. Nice. So that that's sharing number four with Little Red Ronin is is going to be Twig uh, by Scotty Young. And um, man, why am I all over the place here? Scotty Young and who? Kyle, Kyle Stram. Stram. Yeah. Stram. Stram. Um, and man. and why these kind of ended up sharing sharing the uh, number four for me is. They both had that sort of adventure vibe for me and some someone on a mission to to save somebody and something. And they felt so similar to me. And I know most people that would read that probably would be like, dude, you're tripping. But <laughs> they felt similar to me in that way. And I loved them both so much uh, for their own reasons. I think in in Twig, Kyle Strom's art was fantastic. And, you know, we we, we d- dove into Twig with you on the show, didn't we, Ross? Yep. Yeah. So make sure you check out that episode too. But Twig, Twig and Little Red Ronan would be 
share a number four for me on my cheat step. Put an asterisk by number four for you, buddy. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. If you tie, doesn't that mean the fifth place hey. doesn't exist? I, I know. No. Okay, we'll get we'll get off of this. We'll get off of this. <laughs> well, really quick before we move on, did any of you get to uh, read Little Red Ronin? I know, but I, I own it now. So I, I own. I actually have several copies. Um, it ends so well. It was so well done. So shout out to Garrett and shout out to Ross again and Garrett for that video. And yeah, that was cool. That was cool. I was having a bad day that day too. So no, well, I'm glad I could help you out, man. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like my buddy. He really <laughs> likes your book, <laughs> and he's like, right on. I'm gonna sign it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that was rad. And that, that cover is framed up in my room. So It was like yeah. a variant cover, too. I think it was like mm-hmm. a special like oh. limited cover, too. I wish so, I could go yeah. get it right now because it is gorgeous. Yeah. I love it I so much. It was it foil? Was it a foil cover? No, I, it was just kind of a harder stock. Oh, okay. I just don't... Oh, I you know what? Remember. I think Little Red Ronin... I think there is some foil to it. Yeah. I, 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 I couldn't remember, but he's like, yeah, this one, this one. I love it. So, yeah. yeah four for me would be Little Red Ronin and Twig. Uh, loved them both so much. So what about you, Ross? What do you got at number four? Well, number four, it's going to sound like a double mint gum commercial, but I put Twig. Twig was my number four. Mm. Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, uh, it was one of the most anticipated books for me for this year, being a huge Scotty Young fan. Um, But I reread it. I reread it twice this week. It's just, it's the artwork, the world. You look Mm -hmm. at the way that it is. Um, it makes you feel like you want to be part of it. It really reminds me. I'm my three year old uh, and me watch the Dark Crystal together, mm-hmm. and uh, you feel like you're in this world where you don't have to be the biggest guy to solve the problems. And the father was that guy, and he lived his whole life to teach his son that you can be as important as the next guy. And we talked about this in the last time. Yeah, I said yeah. so. Um, Scotty's writing is so fluid. He he does yeah. so good. I said, you know, as much as I wanted to put Strange Academy on here on my lists of things uh, for for ongoing, um, I didn't. But uh, but this was just so good. And I hate Fairyland is too new. So um, but but this is but this is it was just it was so well written. And I really hope they do more. And um, Twig and Splat and Loby and just mm-hmm. I mean you fall in love with these characters and you just want more and. Uh, um, you know, Kyle is doing uh, whatnot uh, live sketches um, every uh, Thursday night. So I've been like going there watching him draw. And he did yesterday a spawn with twig cover. And uh, oh, that's he, pretty cool. He, yeah, it was pretty rad. He, he inked it and everything in front of you live. And you're getting to watch him and hear him talk about this stuff. And it just makes it, I don't know, it's very heartfelt. I just feel yeah, like if they made yeah. this a movie, it would be something my kids could watch. I could watch. I could tell my parents to watch. It just yeah. seems mm-hmm. like uh, it's, it's just good and it's colorful and it's bright. And uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 when I heard you say that, I was like, okay, we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'd hate to be obvious, but I agree. <laughs> yeah, that was almost going to be my fifth book, but I chose Slumber instead. But Twig was so good. And like you guys mentioned, like when it was over, like you just want to be in that world. Like it was just so fun. And um, I don't know, hopefully they come back and do some more stuff with it. But it was it was a cool, cool read for sure. Before we get to... To three. Did you get to read um, I Hate Fairyland Volume 2 1 yet, Ross? Yeah. Oh, you did a gin and tonic and comic on it, didn't you? Mm, I don't remember. I think so, maybe. But um, but I definitely, I definitely, re- you want to know what? Because I'm, I am um, a uh, paid member for his Substack. 
I've read the the story through Substack. Oh. It's it's the same thing as like uh, as other books, but I won't say more things. But if you're if you're a member of Substack, you you get sometimes you get these you get the uh, digital versions. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't judge something by a digital version. Like um, I got a PDF of a book recently, um, but I won't read the P- I, like I don't like I don't want to read the PDF. <laughs> yeah, like I, I've I've read it. But I've skimmed it. I haven't really gone into it, so I know the story, yeah. but you can't get the details. Like I, I need the mm-hmm. physical paper, man. Yeah. That's what I feel like. I need the paper, yeah. man. <laughs> I love the, the. I loved issue one, so it was so it good. Was really good. Yeah. All right, Ray. What do you got at three, man? All right, three, and this one for multiple reasons. Uh, from Dark Horse, uh, the Lonesome Hunters, um, and it's all done by one dude. Tyler Crook. Crook. And I, I had just a feeling think, you were going to pick that man. It is <laughs> so, this like, I think almost went higher just because like the fact that one dude did it all. And um, man, it just was a rad story with you get two like, op, like total opposite characters, Howard and Lupe and how they come together. And now they, you know, they have each other because before they had nobody. And, um, Man, I just can't wait for him to to. I hope he writes more of this. And uh, it was it was fantastic. I love this story. Yeah, me too. And you, Kyle, is the one who turned me on to this. And because I it wasn't on my radar, I wasn't reading it. And he's he kept talking about it and talking about it. And I was like, all right. And I think you sent me maybe one and two, and then I went and picked mm-hmm. up three and four. And I bought all um, four from Coffee and a Comic. Yeah, it was fantastic. So that that's my number three. Right on. I think that's a terrible choice for number three. Is that my your number, number three? <laughs> <laughs> because at my number three, I have Lonesome Hunters, which is probably what you should have picked. <laughs> I knew we would have an overlapper here and there, but I didn't know it was going to be that one. Uh, if Ross, have, if you have Lonesome Hunters yeah. at number three, Ross, we're kind of I don't. The I'm sorry, now. I don't. I don't. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I thank you guys have, for for that though. Yeah, for the book, absolutely. Absolutely loved it. Uh, Tyler Crook killed it here. The art was fantastic. Uh, not to beat a, de- uh, a dead horse here. Is that th- not to? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But fantastic read. Highly recommended. Um, just to see the amount of work that somebody can put into a into a story like that. And to see his, you know, he's pouring it all out there, man. And, I, you know, the thing for me that really blew me away and it, it drove me into more was just his color palette. And stuff like that on the page, yeah, and the the watercolor. And mm-hmm. so then I started reading Haro County, and my mm-hmm. gosh, I love that too. So, uh, Lonesome Hunters at number three for me, awesome story. I loved the interplay between Lupe and Howard. Howard, yeah, it's so much fun. And the magpies were so Dude, hilarious, the and they're collecting yeah. of everything. And uh, yeah, there's gonna definitely have to be more. I'm gonna message him. Yeah, too. when <laughs> do we get him. more? Call him. I'm going to call him up. Hey, Ty, it's your good friend, Kai. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But uh, we're getting to the interesting land here for Ross because I I don't know what the heck Ross is I don't know what to expect. By the way, I appreciated both of you guys for for recommending Lonesome Hunters because when I read it, I had no idea what to expect except like it was a guy with a magic sword and all that stuff. But it was super, super good. Um, But yeah, no. I'm glad you liked it, man. No, that's not my number three. (laughs) Um, Well, let's hear it. My number three is uh, a Boom Studios book. It is Alice Ever After. Oh, you and talked I about had, this. I, I had mentioned it before, yeah. and I read it again, and it's even better. Do you know that 
when I reread it, I actually had it higher. I actually had it at number two. But the book that comes in at number two, I read after it and I said, no, this needs to be number two. And, um, yeah. but it's, it's so good when you read it and the, when you read the story, it really works for a new take on Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. And the, the premise of it is so refreshing because it's not what you would expect. It literally takes place in the 1800s. It reminds you of this, um, it reminds you of this, uh, kind of feel that you're in that the way it's written. It's, it's, uh, it's narrated by two cats, by Alice's two cats. And mm-hmm. every, every page has them doing something in a corner of the book. The cover work is off. It all shows you without realizing what is showing you. It shows you what's going to happen in that issue. And, um, when she's in Wonderland, the color palette is wild, but when she's in real life, eh, it's normal. Mm. But you could see the play between her characters that she's seeing in Wonderland and the characters that she's seeing in real life, because it's a, it's it's the way that that the, the um, that the story goes. I mean, you know, it's. Um, I've already I've already gone over this. It's a, a dental practice. The father runs for the royal family, and she finds out at a young age that he's grave robbing teeth, and um, and uh, and he medicates her. And everyone kind of wonders. I wonder why she was always more heavily medicated than the rest of us. And then gets into an asylum, and it's all it's a whole big story. But it's it was even better reading it than the, the, the second. The artwork isn't the artwork depicts the story better than almost any book I've ever read. It just, it just, it shows you can see it in it. Like you could feel when she's on drugs that the story looks like it's on drugs. That's That's cool. And it's, it's, it's really, really awesome. Um, done by, uh, Dan Panosian and, uh, art by Giorgio Spoletta. Spoletta. I, I I wrote their names down because I wasn't going to, I was, I'm never going to remember these. I know. Does um, it's been a yeah. bit? I'm surprised the trade's not out yet. It is out. Is it? I just don't own the trade. I just reread all the books. I, if I couldn't find the trade at my local shop, I just um, the trade came out back uh, like a month or two ago, something like that. Yeah, I remember it's like when all those one of these other ones. The, the trades, the trade came out. And you want to know what? It also had one of my favorite covers. Um, uh, I can't remember God, what was his name. He the, for issue number two. It's this this depiction of Alice from below, and uh, probably in my top five covers of the year. But we're not going to get into covers of the year because that gets a little crazy. <laughs> that is um, tough. Yeah, no, but it was it was one of my favorite covers. I was Adam Hughes, um, mm. it, his cover. It was just it, it was it, it was just perfect. Just depicting the way she would I would imagine her in in one. Yeah, sorry, I didn't pick some Hunters. I mean, that's whatever. <laughs> now, no, before it's good we, that you did. Yeah, before we talked about <laughs> this and before, because you mentioned this on the show before, like I remember this book coming out because I thought the cover art of some of the um, issues were some of the coolest covers I've seen. And so I almost started getting into it. And then I was like, no, I'm already behind. I'll just wait. And then it's, Ross and it's came on really, and about really it. wordy. That's the hard part about it. Hmm. If if it, it it it's if it wasn't so wordy, it might have even been higher. But I think because it was so wordy, but the 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 lettering 
and the way the words were, it wasn't like written. Um, did you guys read Animal Castle? Animal Castle was written and it was like the scripting seemed like it was very like Britishy and it seemed very old timey. So I couldn't read it because it just looks weird. But this was at least it was it was written and, and um, lettered well. So I felt like it flowed and it allowed me to to under to read it quick quick with a lot of words. I'd hate to be the like bearer of bad news, but the trade doesn't come out until February twenty first, twenty twenty three. Really? I could have sworn it came out sooner. I could have sworn that's why I saw it. Actually, I just clicked pre order now. So bada well, bing bada boom. When when you read it, uh, maybe it'll be a bo dub. Maybe it'll be a bo dub in, in February. <laughs> well, happy, my God. I hope you like it, guys. If you if you if you read it and 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 you don't, then you can just send me a can of tomatoes. <laughs> I try. I tr- I trust you, man. There's few. I trust you, and I trust Ray. So far as it goes. But look, right here on my to-be-read pile is all these, and now you're making me nervous to get into them. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, honestly, I, I liked it, but it was so hard to read. Do you have glasses? Like eyeglasses? No. You, you ain't going to need a magnifying glass to read it. <laughs> That's I'll my use my, da- my daughter has glasses. I'll I, use I'm only hands. saying, because like, I, I couldn't sit there. I'm like, it's it's... You ever try to read something and it's hard to read because mm. it's physically hard to read? The, the uh, print is super small. And I just gave up. I was like, uh, I yeah. can't do this. It's too I small. <laughs> I'm like, it was honestly, I read through three issues. It was a good small. It was a good story. But I, 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 I I'm like, I don't have the patience to sit here trying to figure out what word. And it was um, the uh, the font. If you open up one of those books. I just, I just looked at it. Do you see the font? The font is yeah. like, it's like, uh, it's not Times New Roman. It's like uh, it's, it's like wingdings. Yeah, it's kind of oh, scratchy no. too. <laughs> it's like it's like very hard to read. Like I mean, yeah. literally, like you, you need a cipher. Uh, did you ever see that the the I don't know if it's what it would be called, but the MFKZ on Netflix, and then they released it as a comic book later on. No. I don't. I know what them. you're talking about. So I wanted to read the comics, and the text is so tiny. I read a panel, and I put it down, and gave up on it. That's what happens. That's why I gave up on this. I thought yeah, it was going to be a great bad. story, but it, and it was it, honestly. It's through, I read three issues. It was a good story, but I don't have the time for that. Well, I get you. All right, man. We're getting down to the. We're getting, <laughs> we're getting down, down to two and one, and I down. have a bad feeling that our two is going to be the same. Our two might be the same again. And Ross, this is going to have an asterisk next to it. This is the one. I, my last two books have an asterisk next to it for Ross here. Okay. But uh, I'm just putting it out there because I have loved this so far. Um, from Image, 8 Billion Genies. It's going to be my number two. Cheater. Um, Charles Soule. <laughs> Cheater. <Ryan> Brown. <laughs> Dude, I just can't get over the story, man. Like, every single panel, like, has just something fun to look at. Like, the art is so... It, it's just so fun, so creative. I like the characters. Um, dude, I don't know. It's just... I hope it ends as good as the first um, six issues have been. So now that you you mentioned it, Ross, it could end terrible, but I don't think it will. Um, But yeah, this one is going to be number two for me and obviously number two for you, Kyle. No, not at all, because I'm not a cheater. (laughs) Are you switching it now? No, I have my list. It's the same. Okay. Uh, It was a good book, though. I agree. And I'm not, you're not a cheater, right? Not a cheater. (laughs) 
Yeah, so this, and I could have sworn there was just one issue for next year, but I could be wrong. It could be two, but either way, still, this one, man, every week, every time this comes out, it's like my most anticipated book that, you know, I'm just like so pumped to open it up and read it and just stare at the art for, you know, it's like, I can go back and just flip through and just look at the art again and like, you know, you know, what's going on. Like you laugh. It's just so cool. Right on, man. Uh, no, my number two is not 8 billion genies. Oh, I thought it was. All right. Coming in at number two is Chip Zdarsky. Any guesses? Oh, I know what Public it is. Public domain. Public yeah. domain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ross I'm absolutely... is dying over here. <laughs> What's wrong with Public domain number two? I loved it. I loved Nothing. it too. Yeah, it was a cool read. That was another one that it was going to be in my top five, but... Uh, Dude, I loved Public Domain. It, it was like um, the most American manga I've ever read. It was just like you're taking a moment of time in these people's lives and just telling a story. And Chip nailed it. Everything about it was great. The character work was great. The, the father-son relationship was hilarious and frustrating. And, you could tell he was passionate about it, too, what yeah. he was writing about. Mm-hmm. And the... the the dad's arc in the, at least the first volume. Uh, I love where we're ended, where we're at right now. I can't wait to see where we go. That last, the last issue was phenomenal with uh, the interplay with the, finding out that the dad's not really good at drawing anymore, but Dude, the son's hysterical. real really good. Yeah. And uh, I just loved it, and it was such a good reprieve. Like every time I got to read it, I got to just feel like I could slow down. And uh, just enjoy it for what it was. I don't know. It was just such a wild experience for me. I I really enjoyed it. And uh, it broke me out of a lot of the like, I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it necessarily. But it felt just uh, TV Mm showy. I don't know. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Did uh, you get to read Public Domain, Ross? I did. And? Um, Yeah, I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I, I think I get what's going on here. All right. Um, but so Chip Z has been mentioned quite a bit, but I'm interested to uh, know what's coming in at your number two, uh, Ross. Yeah. I, I, I think it's uh, easier said than done. But uh, my number two, uh, which beat out my number three, which was my number two, was Public Domain by Chip Zdarsky. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this book. It's, it's beyond amazing. I, I think it was, it was perfect. It was a perfect book. Art yep. was was amazing. Um, the the writing is amazing. Um, the fact that it came out like he did it on Substack first, then he released it this way. Yeah, um, it was just one of those things that goes to show you that like people say like, oh, you you have to post it on your, you have to do it on your own. Um, why don't you just have the publisher do it? Well, he did have the publisher do it, but he still did it on his own. And I didn't subscribe to his Substack. I feel like I should. Yeah, I know. I, lo- I, I feel like I should. <laughs> Yeah. But um, it's it was so good. Uh, rereading it, you know, all the little nuance of, uh, you know, the secretary for the guy mm-hmm. that wrote it ends up being the girl who writes for the for for him in the future, mm-hmm. and and the way that it's treated. Um, it's as a business owner, and uh, seeing the way that that uh, uh, people can be unscrupulous at times. And realizing that it comes down to, do you love what you do? And you may think that what you really do is different from what the other people do. Like he wanted to write novels, the son, like Miles mm-hmm. wanted to write. Mm-hmm. He wanted to, he wanted to write novels, but, but 
why does it matter that he writes novels? Like if I write a story and it gets published as a comic book, am I any less of a writer? And the mm-hmm. son is an artist. If he's a tattoo artist, is he any less of an artist? Oh. If he, if he is an artist in a comic book. And it's like this, this, th- that last, the last issue is probably mm-hmm. one of the best last issues I've ever read where that, that, that opening panel of, um, the son telling his dad, I don't want to be a comic book writer. And the little daughter wanting to read comic books and the mom saying, you can't have her read this stuff. Mm-hmm. She's, this is comics. Who wants to read this stuff? Mm-hmm. And the dad's like, who cares? It's worth money. And this daughter grows up to follow mm-hmm. basically what her father is teaching her. And the son on the other side is teaching. And it's like the, the juxtaposition of the two characters and they end up together and it, and it's just, it, it was, it, I mean, remarkable, remarkable book. Like it, yeah. honestly, I, I read it again, reading a lot of books this week. I read it. The art is so perfect. The, mm-hmm. the, the books are great. The story, it's funny. It's mm-hmm. so funny when he, when he, when he pulls out the gun, he's like, yeah, it's a tattoo gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, they go into that office with the lawyer. The lawyer is like some crazy lady. Reminds me of Joey Tribbiani's agent. Oh my gosh, I dude, know. Like, dude. Dude. Seems like, hilarious. I, I'm just like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm reading this book and I'm thinking like, this, this is real life. It's, it's yeah. literally uh, yeah. like, that's this, exactly this, right. It's a sitcom. It's yeah, it, mm-hmm. it, exactly it, it, right. It was written so well, and then uh, yeah. you know, it's it's all Chip 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 Zdarsky. So it's like, hey, he 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 just knows he knows what what to do. Just so you know, I am going to pull out your little bit there about what you just said about public domain and post it everywhere because that was fantastic. And I loved your take on uh, the artist and can he be an artist even though he's a tattoo artist? That was freaking good. If you could just, oh, I just yeah. want to like listen to you say it again because I was like, oh, I don't even know how I said it, but yeah, no, I listened. It, it, it was so good. And when you said that as your number two, I was like, I did not know you guys were going to pick that. <laughs> I had like three or four books that were like... Oh, yeah. Honorable mentions. Yeah, forget about it. I've got four or five books that I'm like... That I read this week that I was like, they were good, but but either the art wasn't up to par or the writing was a little off. And I was like, they just... They didn't mesh as well. Yeah, I struggle. Like that one... I struck That one kept bouncing around on my list multiple times. And it, it was a fantastic read. Issue five, I thought was it was like you said, it was such a cool issue, and just to see it all come together like that, like it was, it was rad. It was such a fun read. Yeah. So me and Kyle, we've had two of the same, yeah, number two and yeah. number four. All right, this one here, we here go. number one. Here we go. Let's get a real drum roll going here, and this one. Okay. <laughs> I struggle with this one too. Okay, I struggle with this one too because. Um, this one was a long time coming, and I don't know if you'll be able to guess this one, Ross. But oh, I don't think techni- any of you are going to guess my number one. This is, I know. I I think I know Kyle's. Maybe. W- what do you think? Take a guess, Ross. Don't don't no, put no, him I on the spot. No, okay. like that. no I know. Okay. I, you could put me on the spot, but I don't want to give it away because so th- his reaction will tell everything. This originally started coming out in 2020. And there were so many delays. And I don't know. I heard multiple things just through my comic shop. I don't know what um, actually happened. But, um, you know, the whole COVID thing and then, you know, paper shortages. I did hear there was some some issues on how they wanted it to end. Um, but this one is IDW TMNT The Last Ronin because it finally ended this year. 
It's a span of two years that it took. It ended to, this year? Yes. It, five what? issues. Two, two years for five issues. Wow. That's it. I mean, hey, it and works. Hey, so, but man, and I waited so long, you know, in between each issue, it felt like forever. But then when the issues would come out, you were just like, I could wait for that because it was so good. And it just brought back, uh, you know, the nostalgia feel because that's, I grew up on Ninja Turtles. My son now is a huge Ninja Turtle fan. And, um, you know, when he gets old enough, I'll be able to let him read this story because it's a little more not like Saturday morning cartoon Ninja Turtles. <laughs> hey, I still love it. Man. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, man, Peter, Peter Laird and Waltz Eastman, all those guys, like it was just a fun story, something different. And, um, you know, the emotions that um, came with it, the art I thought was incredible. Um, I love seeing all the turtles back together. Well, technically not together, but you know what I mean. And, got to see them all on a panel together. Yeah. And dude, it was just brought back so many memories too from my childhood. I think that's what I think maybe put it as my number one too, you know, but the story was great. And, um, I think the only thing I didn't like about it, which we talked on the episode was, uh, Shredder's, um, grandson's <laughs> suit that he was wearing. His the the liquid wasn't metal the wasn't yeah. my favorite, but I don't know, man, it was just, um, brought back a lot of memories for me. I just loved it. It was, it was fun. And, um, the, and I guess the only other negative thing I would say is it took two years. Yeah, just to be honest with you, I wouldn't have even considered it because I didn't even know it finished this year. <laughs> yeah, I, thought- <laughs> I think it was March is when the finally the last one came out. And, That's um, wild. And then like you guys mentioned, like some of the coolest cover art I think I've ever seen was these TMNT Last Ronin covers were, I thought, some just my favorite. Um, yeah. So. Right on, man. So that one does kind of have an asterisk to it. I know, I gotta pick but it up. I, I, I gotta, I, I have not read it, but I'm gonna pick it up because I oh, hear I exactly what you're saying. Uh, but two and a half years, man. Yeah, it, I, <laughs> know, like I know. I know. Like, you, what year do you put that in, though? Because you know, you, it started true. in 2020 and then it ended in 2022. So, kind of a weird one. But um, yeah, I know the you hardcover. Don't, you don't out. own any of it, Ross. No, I, I, everyone kept talking about it, but I was like, but it's it's not finished. It's like, that's what happens with some of these books. I just give yeah. up on them. Yeah. I know I know what I'm sending you for a little holiday oh, present. <laughs> I so, almost picked honestly, up the hardcover. Honestly, I, I was a big Ninja Turtles uh, fan as a kid. I, uh, I used yeah. to uh, read and watch and collect all the stuff. But, oh, by the way, I was, a, I was a Donatello person. I know you guys oh, all no. talk. Yeah, listen. <laughs> I know you guys talk about this, but yeah, I was a Donatello person. Science... Uh, yeah, you know all that stuff. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's rad. Yeah, my son is a Raphael fan. Like he's like, I love Raph. He has an attitude, and so does my son. And so, but I tell my son, I'm like, I'm a Leonardo fan. <laughs> and so it's funny. We we fight about it all the time. Like today, we went to when we were at the urgent care. I brought two turtles with him, and I brought uh, Donnie and a Raph. And he was all bummed out that I brought Donnie. He's like, you should have brought Leo. <laughs> Because then you could have been Leo, you know? And I was like, sorry, dude, I was in a hurry. I brought Donnie. Like, just deal with it. (laughs) Just to be fair, the Turtles would not be the Turtles without Donnie, even remotely. That dude keeps the ship floating. So (laughs) Yeah, Donnie's the man, uh, dude. Mad respect for for Donatello. No no joke there. So, Um, yeah, that would be my number one. Yeah, I do have an extra set, though. So they're yours, man. They'll be on on the way to you. I should have kept it as a surprise, but now you know. Oh man! You listen honestly. I appreciate that. I, I really should be reading it. 
It's really great. You'll love it. Coming in at my number one is an, I, I guess I should have been saying the name of the publisher the whole time and I have not, but this is an image book and it's about wrestling. Mm. <laughs> and it's do a power bomb. Of course. Uh, just, I don't even know what to say. Like, I think part of the reason this sits at number one for me is that I had no expectations going into it. And it blew my mind. Uh, I had never read Daniel Warren Johnson before. And his ability to weave action, emotion uh, with the, the most wild sort of like story about a necromancer and wrestling God. And I don't know, it was like, so well done, and I still don't know how he did it, and I'm still just constantly thinking, like, how'd you do this? Yeah, uh, so creative, yeah. And the artwork, my gosh, mm-hmm. was just fantastic. It blew me away. Um, I can't... I, I, I'm going to get this in every single edition imaginable. I think I told you last episode, Ray, I did go ahead and purchase some Do a Powerbomb merch now. So you I'm going to be funny? decked out. After you mentioned that, I went on his website and I was like, I need to check. <laughs> Dude, the shirts are pretty bad. They're pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I loved it. Uh, Danny Warren Johnson uh, killed it for me. And like I said, part of the thing that, that just blew me away was I had no expectations going into it. Didn't know as it's like a wrestling thing. And then it ended up being this wild, cool story about a father and a daughter. And, uh, uh, you know, I have a weakness there for storytelling. So, um, I knew it. Yeah. I, I, abs- I, that was my, that was, I could have, I could have had a 401 odds on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do every have week, a, and every week, every week you talk about it. And every time it comes I, out, I'm like, I just, I, I knew, I was like, I'm like, yeah. And I sent you that book, that other book that's coming out. That's a wrestling book. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, by Ahoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, be they a, actually like, crazy independent book, but yeah, yeah, I'm into but it. I, fig- so. I figured if you like that this much, at least you give it a shot. Dude, it turns out maybe I just love wrestling stories too. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so you have the honor. Oh, of, 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 of the presenting very the last, last book so, of the year. For yeah, loss. Um, this book was probably the most I can't say most anticipated book I've read all year, but it was the most fun and the most interesting book. I don't know what this is. Unique, be. unique art. You guys have. I don't even think. I don't know if any either of you have read this. But I absolutely love it, and I've read it. I own it in trade. I've read it several times. Um, it's not who, it's not where, it's not how, and it's not why. It's what's the furthest place from here. It's so Solid. good. So yeah. good. I think issue nine comes out next week. And I, you want to know what? And I, I know that you could give me it for the fact that it, it has continued, and I could have put it in ongoing. But they initially made it a six. Yeah. I've been collecting vinyl albums since I was a kid. My uncle owned a store in New York City since the 60s. He won a sailboat on The Price is Right. He dropped out of high school. He used that money after he sold the sailboat to buy the store. He owned it. And I've been collecting vinyl since I was a kid. The fact that this was a comic book before I even knew anything about it, that you would you could get a comic book with a mm-hmm. vinyl album 
And each side told a song, had a song on it, redone by modern artists of stuff from the 80s. And, and it kind of just like, it, it has a different tone to it. Um, the, the, the main people in the story are the Academy and they're in Academy Records. It's an, it's an abandoned record store and they each have to pick their favorite album and that's their God. Their God is their album. And it's funny when in one point in the first issue, I think it was like Huey Lewis and the news, this, this kid picks and they're like, you serious? That's your God. <laughs> like yeah. Huey Lewis and the news. Like you might want to pick this. And it's like a mega death cover or something. Yeah. And it's like, um, but, but it was so good. And, uh, Matthew Rosenberg, Tyler boss, um, Matthew Rosenberg's story writing is amazing. I mean, if you know Rosenberg's stories, um, he did four kids walk into a bank. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Tyler Boss's artwork is is awesome, um, but the cover work was was amazing. I collected the map that they made as far as covers. I collected the vinyl. Unfortunately, they only made the first two issues as vinyl. The pre orders were supposed to be that every issue came as a, as like you could get it as vinyl, but they haven't. I really hope they rectify that and make more issues with more vinyl. But I have a turntable to the right of me, and I've listened to the the both of the. Um, both issues one and two. I read it. I listen to the songs. I feel like I'm in that vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ha- have, you guys read that? If you have it, oh, there it is. The 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 way that it goes. Oh, that's awesome. Show me an autographed uh, a book <laughs> of, by uh, by him. But it's it's honestly like the the way that they chapterized it was different than any book I've read. Where it's just I like, loved it. It's like two pages. That's the end of the chapter. Let's get yeah. into the next thing. Let's get into the next it. thing. It's so fast paced. And you can read that entire little thing that seems like it's like a hundred pages in like an hour. Mm-hmm. And, and you read it over and over. And um, when it ended the way it ended, uh, the, the six issue arc, I was like, I, I need more. You mm. felt like I, I, I need more. And um, one of the few stories where I didn't feel like it ended and I wanted it to end I wanted more. I needed more. Um, similar to the way I feel about Saga, but Saga's been on such a hiatus right now oh, I know. that I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Brian K. Vaughn. I, 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 can't, I can't, I can't, it's just, I love Saga, but, but it's just like, it's just, there's, there's so much gap between things, this, and then the fact that seven and eight have come out and I reread this again. And now I've reread it a third time for this podcast. Um, it, it, it's just overall the best yeah. for me. Yeah, no, I loved it too. Uh, so they initially wrote it just to be this first trade. Yeah, I mean, it was initial. Well, again, when you write these things as trades, you write it as a six issue, and you hope it gets picked up. And if it right. doesn't get picked up, or if it's not as popular, then it's just going to end. Mm-hmm. Oh, just so getting- they had this whole thing completed before they serialized it. I'm assuming. I, I don't know. I mean, I can message Matthew Rosenberg and ask him. I, I mean, just give him a call. I mean, might as well. Yeah. Hey, Matt, what's up, buddy? Um, hey, do you have a? Do you know why they didn't do um, the vinyl with them? Is was there a particular reason? It's like was it not I think popular? It was, I, or? No, I think it was a uh, a manufacturing issue. Was it a manufacturing during, issue? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. I think it's a manufacturing issue. I think that initially they were only going to do um, like I think three hundred copies or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Or one one per store. They were going to do one per store vinyl per store, 
But so many people were ordering it and there yeah. was, let's say there's 600 stores in the country. They yeah. didn't have enough to make that many. Um, so they made the first two, but even the first one, the first issue, there's like, I think there's 10 different finals. Like there's the same album, but it's the same um, record, but it's in different like coloring. Like one looks mm-hmm. like root beer, one is black, one is white, one is green. And yeah. so people collect all the different ones. I think I have four or five different ones. Um, but all with yeah. really cool vinyl too, like marble. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like it was like yeah. one with like a marble, like a brown and a red. And it's like, but but that was just issue one. Issue two, they made the vinyl, but then by issue three, four, five, six, it's funny when I um I ordered issue six from Coffee and a Comic and it said it came with the vinyl. I was like, wait a second, did Frank somehow manage to get a vinyl <laughs> that nobody else can get? And so he mess he emailed me back and he said they sent me the comic without the vinyl. Um so again, it was one of those things that it's a it's an alternate cover, but uh, it d- d- I think they just d- they didn't get the vinyl out. I think yeah. it was just a pressing issue. So I think that's a great choice, dude. Um, I've loved it too. So, and I, are you? Do you follow? Are you on their Substack? The yeah. Ashcan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Man. they're doing cool stuff over there. Yeah, no, listen, we all, we were all a little different, but it's all like, I mean, it intertwined a little bit, so this was good. Yeah, this is rad. Um, is there anything, uh, honorable mentions or any other favorites that you'd just like to shout out? I mean, without any sort of rules or regulations, I know we cheated a lot anyway, <laughs> so the doors are wide open. <laughs> Dude, uh, for Ross, me, you got a favorite cover? Oh, go ahead, Ray. No, I was just going to say, you guys mentioned um, multiple of the ones that were definitely on my... Um, on my list, like Twig was up there, Public Domain was up there. Um, so I don't know, man. I it was a, it was a hard time for me to get down to five. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. I read, I read, I reread Lonesome Hunters. That was that was up there too. Um, uh, one of the books I really loved was Hit Me. I reread that, but I didn't love the art as much as I did the second time around. The writing was still good. Um, Dark Beach, I reread again. Um, I liked it, but it didn't love it. The way that I did, but I wanted it's that it. third issue, man. It's it was weird, and issue. again, it was just like right. And I, but I reread the whole thing. But it was it was again one of those things. I, I'm like, listen, I'm going to reread these things. Yeah. Um, I read the Joneses again. The Joneses was good, but again, you were the one who told me about. It the takes Joneses. part of the whole universe, so it's like Is that hey, AWA, yeah. right? Yep, AWA again. Yeah. yeah, but it's in a whole universe of of things. Um, I reread Bylines and Blood. Um. I like Blood. It was good, but again, it was I didn't love the artwork as much as yeah. I did initially. The writing was pretty good, but again, it, some of these things didn't stack up the way that I I had wanted to. And then, um, you know, the honorable mentions all go to Aftershock for the things that are incomplete, incompleted that should have been finished right. this year. Yeah. Um, oh, and Monkey Meat. Monkey Meat was a crazy, probably one of the craziest artworks. I don't know if you guys read Monkey Meat. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Um, by the artwork by Juni Ba. It was one of the craziest bunch of artwork you'll ever read. It's an island where they like eat people, basically. It's like a weird, crazy book, but it's like it's like super crazy. Uh, you, you Google it, you'll never you'll never see anything like it. He did a cover for some book that I I recently like a Marvel book too, but uh, Monkey Meat. It was it was crazy. I saw it when it was coming very out. Very corporate, yeah. very crazy, but um, I really I really enjoyed that. I uh, just the, the writing was just a little little too out there, even for me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, there's a couple others. I just can't think of it. I've read a lot of books this week. 
<laughs> yeah. to, to catch back up. And um, Oh, and King of Spies. And King of Spies was also up there. What you guys talked about last week, I really liked King of Spies, but like, again, I was trying to think of like in spy thriller mode and things like that. I like the fourth man as a, um, as that thriller book. Like if I was, I tried to pick my, my picks as books for like each genre as well as pick books that I loved. And if I had to pick my favorite and then I had to organize them, that was what happened. I, that's why I didn't have any James Bond. That's why I didn't have King of Spies. That's why I didn't have uh, Bylines and Blood. I said it was kind of like I had to pick that book yeah. that I thought. Uh, we are going to have available as a PDF in the show notes a list of all of Ross's rules and regulations for how he breaks down <laughs> his favorite I books. Wish <laughs> I, had, no, I wish I had the time to do that. Um, you like, should see dude, my, my, my list of uh, the way I break down uh, albums. I, I have a whole chart of that. When, when you're talking music, but that's a whole. Oh, that's awesome! Thing. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, Saga <laughs> almost made my list. Uh, yeah. I I just felt like it kind of got me going, and then it stalled again, and so I couldn't really feel the passion that I wanted to. Uh, I still really liked it, but for some reason, I still felt a little disjointed. Um, but you know, I'm still excited for more, and I love Saga to death. So. That was that was close to making it. Little Monsters, I wasn't really yes. sure. I, Little Monsters, I that was the it. other one I was thinking. That of. was on mine as well. But you want to know what that was? But that was ongoing for me because there's mm-hmm. two more issues coming out next year. Because you know what, there was like two or three issues in that where you kind of didn't know what was happening. So because there yeah. was no ending. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah. And then uh, that Texas Blood is always a fantastic read, but I felt like some of these other ones just kind of edged it out a little bit, especially with I think this is the third volume that's going on right now. Didn't love it as much as the first two. Um, Catwoman Lonely City literally should have been on my list. Uh, but I just didn't really know where to put it. But that was one of my favorite reads. Cliff, is it Chiang or Chang? I don't know. It's, it's got the I in there. So I don't know how you say it right. But my favorite ongoing currently, though, would be Boogeyman. Uh, I don't even know what to say, dude. It's, it's amazing. Um and I also really liked Above Snakes, but I couldn't put it on there because I didn't want to deal with the backlash from Ray. Uh, <laughs> Dude, there was just some weirdness with that. I mean, it was great. The art was rad. Um, I don't know. There was just, I think the two issues there that I was just, I don't know, thrown through the loop. And then Ross, I was curious. Chicken Devil was on my bigger list because it technically ended in 2022. Yeah, uh, only, only but one it did. or two issues. That's the whole problem. Yeah, like, and so was- I wasn't sure... How you know, that, that was my issue. It was, it was, that's what I dealt with last year. Last yeah. year, when, before before you guys had the podcast, before these things, and I was making my own list. That's one of the problems I had. Was, I was like, should I put it on that? Um, but last year, I only did a number one. Technically, if I would have done it, it probably would have been on last year's list. Yeah, but my lists have changed and my rules have changed. And listen, <laughs> sometimes you got to change. Yeah. So I got no problem changing. Listen, if you, if you give me new information, <laughs> new information is okay. Uh, but I think for me, my, my biggest honorable mention and, and one that would probably rank uh, as my favorite read of the year would be Better Place, uh, technically released in 2021. I had no idea it was a thing until 2022. Uh, so can't technically qualify but shout out to, to Dwayne Murray for writing a fantastic story that I love and will reread probably every year. Uh, I have three copies now, two are loner copies. And three? One's a beat up. Yeah, I have two out. 
I'm not joking. I love that story so much. Yeah, that uh, was great. I loved it. That's why I picked it up. I, I I literally went on online and bought one. Like I asked yeah. my local comic shop for it because I was like, you guys were talking so much about it in that episode that I was like, I, I got to read this. And I asked him, and he's like, this didn't come out this year. This came out last year. I'm like, really? They they just had an episode on it like two weeks know. ago. And I'm like, okay, I really really need to read this. Yeah. So I uh, I loved it, but. I think all in all, what a cool year for for comic books. I mean, we got to read such a wide range of stories and genres and be blown away by sitcom comics that you wouldn't even be thinking you're reading with Chip Z and Ray still reading the Turtles. And- <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what year is this, 1992? <laughs> yeah. I'm stoked for the Lost Years, though, man. Hey, I'm so yeah. excited for it. That's going to be cool. I can't wait to see that. But... Ross, um, you got anything coming out next week that you're looking forward to? Oh, man. I've been reading so much this week. I completely forgot about next week. Dude, what's um, the furthest place from here? Nine. I'm sure you're pumped for that one. That comes out in two weeks, I think. I thought it was next week. Maybe I read Listen, it wrong. I don't know. Your guys', your guys lists are... Yeah, are I, our lists are always <laughs> I think perfect. Chicken, Chicken Devils perfect. has been coming out for like three months now. <laughs> We did that so many times with so many books, and we, we won't like, even say it anymore. Yeah, we just put it off the shelf and don't even talk about it anymore when that happens. But I could have sworn I'm I saw like, I go to my, go to my, my LCS, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, I, I'm like, I, I thought this came out. No, no. but the comic I, I got, I got coming out. out. They, they keep telling me these books are coming out. Like, <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. Well, let me give you the official 100% accurate <laughs> list of what's coming out. <laughs> Out next week that I think everybody should check out. We got Berserker 11. That ends it something, too. Yeah. We got Something is Killing the Children 27. Uh, Vanish 4. What's the furthest place from here? 9, Ross. It's coming out. <laughs> you want to know? Wait, no, no. I know it's coming out in two weeks. Nice House on the Lake. The last yeah. uh, last issue of that. And you want to know what? That could have made it in here. But it's it's been way too long. Yeah, I know. We've got I Hate Fairyland 2 dropping next week. Yep. Uh, TMNT Saturday morning, Ray. Dude. Uh, number three. And for me, Boogeyman. is anyone else reading Boogeyman? No, I'm not. Ross, you're not reading Boogeyman? You made him laugh. How many so times you said Boogeyman without reading it? <laughs> Dude, do you remember that episode where all, every yes. time you said Boogeyman and all he did was laugh? I'm like, I can't read this book. If I read this book, all I'm going to do is laugh and think about how much he's laughing. <laughs> That was the funniest skit, dude. It was so funny. I still think about that every time you mention Boogeyman. So I probably so I, I, I don't know if I, I can read, read that. that. Yeah, I can't read that. Uh, Eve, Children of the Moon, I think it's called, uh, number two, and uh, Blink, number five. But then for any of the Omnibus fans out there, we've got the Gwenpool Omnibus drop in next week. Dude, and, and Catwoman Lonely City hardcover comes out. Yep. So, one other thing: Are you still reading True Cult, Ross? Yes, I think five comes out this uh, next week too. So I don't know nice. if that finished it or not. I can't remember how many issues it is. It's literally the craziest thing. It's it's not crazy, but it's just look crazy. I still haven't read. I think I have the three and four. I haven't read them yet, but it's still waiting it's, for me to read. It's just bonkers, like yeah. backwards. It's like I said, it's it, it's. It, the movie Pineapple Express, like it's just like mm-hmm. that's where it's just like okay, lots of random stuffs happening. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's talking to themselves. Nobody really knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah. It's like everyone's <laughs> in their own world. So, well, um, just just as a quick 
quick shout out to our friend who you've all heard us mention a bunch of times on here already. Make sure you check out Frank over at Coffee and a Comic for any of those or anything else you're looking forward to. Enter our coupon code, Comic Book Layer, in all caps at checkout to save yourself 15%. And, uh, you know, don't just take our word for it. Give it a shot. I promise you, you will be pleased. Yeah. And doesn't he, he has a big sale coming up, doesn't he? I think on the 18th. Uh, is this not going to oh, drop in time? So if you're not. hearing this, it's already happened. Yeah. Uh, I hope you got some worry. Cool. <laughs> we hope you picked out something rad from his live sale. Um, yeah, but he still has some cool holiday gift packs and stuff like that to check out. So, And send him a new Punisher mug. Yeah, seriously. Oh, I saw he that. Broke yeah. his He's again. bummed about that. But uh, Ross... Dude, you're the man. Thank you for uh, joining us here at the year end. We're going to have to make this an annual tradition because, you know, I mean, how else are we going to learn about these books like The Fourth Man? We can only read so much in a year. I, listen, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I do my best, guys. <laughs> uh, next year, we promise Ray will be a little bit more serious and not cheat as much. I'm not going to mess around next year. <laughs> I'm going to take tips from these two guys and I'm going to be... I cheated just as much as you. I had two <laughs> books in at number four. I'm just giving you a hard time. No, I'll be better prepared next year. I won't have such a crazy day and I, I think I'll be better prepared. No, it's all good. But uh, hey... This is the episode right before the holidays. You guys got anything planned or anything big coming up family-wise? Or, I mean, kids are all on break, right? Dude, my, yes, my no? kids still have the, the half a week next week, and then they'll be on break. Yep. So yeah, um, we're keeping it low-key. Nothing crazy going on over here. Right on, Ross. You guys got uh, plans going? Mm-hmm. My kids got a whole week of school. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no family. Family hanging out and uh, and, and stuff both weekends, this weekend, next weekend. Um, we're going to do Hanukkah this weekend. And then the weekend after that, on Christmas, we're going to go celebrate with other family members. So, right on. Very fun cool. stuff. Well, Ray, what do we got going on next week? Dude, next week is going to be our last episode of the year. We're just going to kind of hang in the lair, recap the entire year. And um, it's been fun. You know, we started this... And didn't know where we're going. And look at us now hanging out with Ross and um, just having a dude, having a blast, man. And so we got to meet a lot of cool people. So we're just going to kind of recap the year. And um, when you started this, did you think, you know, what's going to happen is we're going to make a friend who lives in New York and we're going to do three episodes with them before the year's dude, over? Dude, I know. It's been it's wild. I, I love it, man. We've been, we got to meet some great people. And Ross, dude, I appreciate you, man. And it's always great to hang out with you. And, see what you're reading and chat with you just, you know, not only on here, but through um, social media. So yeah, it's been awesome. Appreciate yeah, it. No, it probably sounds like, it, you know, we're just saying it, but we truly do mean it. It's a super cool, uh, you know. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate you guys too. And listen, I'm, I don't, I don't, I'm not on any other podcasts. I don't have the time for this. Well, when, when that starts happening, we're going to get a little jealous, okay? <laughs> uh, but, well, right on, guys. Uh, this is another cool episode. And um, yeah, I hope we can do it again soon. We're going to have to talk together when 8 billion genies end. Yeah, that's yeah, a good idea. That, that sounds about right. And they're gonna, that, that, that's going to be something. And then we could discuss if that's 2023 or 2022. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can really nail it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Right on, man. Well, how can people follow us and keep up with everything we're doing, man? Yeah, definitely subscribe to our show. Um, leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, check us out over on our Instagram at The Comic Book Lair. Um, you can see what we got coming up, what we're uh, on our pull list, what we're reading. Uh, head over to our Discord. And uh, yeah, join the conversation. Like I said, we'd love to meet people. Love to see what you guys are reading. And um, yeah, can't wait to chat with you. Keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds. Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R O S E K A T audio.com.